Ladies and gentlemen, this is America's Healthcare Advocate Show. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show. Separating fact from fiction. The issue of healthcare. It's still a government-run health insurance plan. We will provide you with a choice. It's going to cost millions of Americans their jobs. Job. Broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Uh, Susan's calling from Kansas City, Missouri. Marcia from Pittsburgh. My very special guest today, Grace Marie Turner, president of the Galen Institute. Welcome back, Grace Marie. Well, Carrie, it's a pleasure to be with you. And I do have to say, you are the most knowledgeable about health policy. Just superlative. And now, ladies and gentlemen, America's healthcare advocate, Carrie Hall. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Our producer today, Mr. Mark Groves. I'm your host, Carrie Hall. This is your show, America. Thank you for joining us and making one of the most listened to talk shows throughout the United States. 130 affiliates strong. Thanks to all of you out there in the listening audience. America's Healthcare Advocate is the show where we separate fact from fiction on the subject of healthcare. What are the latest changes to the Patient Protection Affordable Care Act, otherwise lovingly known as Obamacare? About 54 so far this year. We'll see how we do as we roll into 2016. What are the latest medical technologies, breakthroughs, treatments, and pharmaceuticals available today? What can you do to live a healthier life? We're going to talk about that today. We do tackle all of these issues more each week, so listen and learn here on America's Healthcare Advocate about your healthcare needs. If you have any specific questions about health insurance or health insurance related issues, or maybe you'd like more information on something we talk about on the show today, feel free to call. Uh, we have guests in studio today, but you can call. There are operators standing by. Many of you do this um, each time the show is on the air. The number is 877-385-2224. 877-385-2224. There are live operators standing by. They will take your calls and forward your information to us, and we will get back to you after the broadcast. So once again, that number, 877-385-2224. If you want help with health insurance or any other issues we can help you with. AmericasHealthCareAdvocate.com is the website. There are a number of blogs up there you might find interesting uh, on the open enrollment process, some of the other things that are going on in health insurance and health care. Go to the website, AmericasHealthCareAdvocate.com. If you're one of those folks that doesn't like to use the phones, like my wife, you can go to the website and send me an email, okay? I get about 190 a day now. It's dropped down a little bit over the holiday, I guess. But anyway, um, I don't answer each one of them the same day, but I do answer each and every one of them. So feel free to send me an email from that website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Coming up in today's show, we're going to visit with Jessica Nichols, Sabrina Henry, and Leanna Bodiak, um, all connected with the YMCA here in Kansas City and in Wichita, talking about diabetes prevention. Welcome back, ladies. Thank you, Gary. Thank you. You're most welcome. Leanna is joining us from Wichita today with Sabrina and uh, Jessica. Uh, you may recall we had Jessica Velasquez on the last uh, <laughs> broadcast, but she is now Jessica Nichols. So congratulations, Jessica, recently married. Thank you very much. We're very happy to have you back in studio. You know, we, we, we all talked about this. You, I, and Leanna had kind of a brainstorming session. We talked about this whole issue um, uh, revolving around New Year's resolutions. People are going to lose weight. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. And 
And what happens? You know, I notice in the health club, I belong to Genesis um, here in Overland Park, and I always notice that what happens is we have a swelling of the ranks right, right around Christmas, New Year's. Uh, the parking lot gets full. There are lots of people in the gym. Yeah. And then about April, it kind of thins out. But about half those people just drop out. So what what we decided we were going to chat about today with, with, with you, Jessica, and Leanna was um, th- this whole idea of New Year's resolutions. Well, let's start with a lot of people do this. What are the statistics, Jessica, on how many actually uh, follow through after they sign up to, to actually follow through with a New Year's resolution, most specifically to lose weight? Yeah, I think the statistics are encouraging that over half of the people do set some sort of resolution at the start of the year. And where it gets a little startling is after, well, you said about April, four months in, only 16% of those people are still sticking to their resolution. Yeah, that's kind of a drop in numbers there, isn't it? It sure is. Yeah, so 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 it goes, you know, it, it drops down to sixteen percent. Um, you know, let, let, let's let, let's relate that to this whole diabetes issue and, and the diabetes prevention program that YMC has a very successful program, by the way. And later on in the broadcast, Sabrina Henry is going to talk about her experience. We did this the last time we did one of these shows, um, but let, let's talk about how that New Year's resolution ties into or can tie into this whole issue with getting in front of the diabetes situation. Right. So we're talking about the diabetes prevention program. So I think prevention is the key word. When we look at the resolutions that people are setting, it's health and wellness related, financial related, and relationship related. And those are all components of the diabetes prevention program because we are losing weight, getting more active, and doing that in a supportive environment. And in the long run, preventing diabetes, which saves you money. So, so Leanna, let's talk a little bit about – Jessica just hit on something I think that's interesting there. When you tie the drop-off in people who stick with the resolution to the word support, how important is it to have that peer pressure, that YMCA leader, that person there that's going to take a hands-on approach and get you to commit to the program and stay with it? Well, we see those um, significant numbers of drop-off in the resolutions, um, but the Diabetes Prevention Program, it's a year-long program, and throughout that entire year, you have the support of your lifestyle coach, and you also have the support of your peers that are in the class with you. So where most resolutions kind of drop off throughout the year, that might be related to not having that accountability or losing some of that motivation. And the regular interaction with our YMCA Diabetes Prevention Program provides that interaction and that support. So you have the accountability to keep coming back and to show up. And through showing up each week through the program, that's where we see great success with our participants. So, Jessica, how important is that to have somebody there? I mean, you know, I'm in the gym. I try to get in four times a week. If I get there three, I'm doing pretty good. But I, I've got a coach, somebody that is there every every time I'm there. Um, uh, and, and Dana takes me through a whole regiment of what I have to do. And if I'm not there, she wants to know why I wasn't there. So there's an accountability factor. So how important is that to get people? Because everybody starts out with great intentions, but the numbers say that doesn't always equate to results. Right. And I think it's being explicit about your intention. And that's what we do good with the program is we write down our goals on a weekly basis. We have 
people who are in the like situation in your class and look reaching for the same goals. And each week you come and re-motivate, set new goals, set an action plan. And it's not just a flash in the pan program. It's a year long commitment. So Leanna, the, the key there is that it is a year long commitment, isn't it? And, and that you're enrolling this knowing that you're going to dedicate, you know, yourself this year to turning your, your life around. We're going to talk in this next segment coming up about the epidemic of type two diabetes in this country, but isn't that, that commitment for the year really the secret to the whole uh, part of this being successful? Absolutely. Um, because lifestyle changes, behavior changes take time. And so having that, that full year that you're committed to up front, like Jessica said, you know what you're getting into, um, you're able to make those changes gradually and add on to those each week in order to create a sustainable um, plan for yourself. And so knowing that there's support and knowing that somebody is counting on you, um, but also that you don't have to make all the changes all at the same time. I think are really important to the success. Yeah, and you know, Leanna, it, 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 this is this isn't getting a cardboard box dropped on your front porch with a bunch of diet meals in it. This you, you <laughs> said, you know, this is a lifestyle change. Yes. Absolutely. We're not um, writing out your your diet plan or or your activity plan for you. It's making changes that are individualized to each person that they'll be successful. Um, But it does it does require changes. So changes in food habits and changes in physical activity habits and creating an environment that's supportive to those improvements. And and that is critically important, Jessica, to get people uh, involved, committed, um, and um, they're able to see results as they go through the program. You said it's not a flash in the pan. It's a long-term process, but it's a change in lifestyle. Like I said, it's not a cardboard box dropped on your front porch with a bunch of frozen food meals in it. Correct. We're not we're not telling you yes or no, good or bad. We're giving you suggestions to work within your current lifestyle and making those small steps to change that last a lifetime. So we probably won't see Marie Osmond doing any commercials for this anytime <laughs> soon, right? I think is that a fair fair is that you're laughing. Is that is that a fair analysis? I, I think I think that's a you fair think? analysis. Okay. All right, when we come back from the break, I'm gonna talk about the actual program, you know, a, a, a little more and then and then we're gonna talk about what's going on. Why why did they choose diabetes? What's the reason that the YMCA across the country decided this was important enough that they wanted to make it a, a a prevention program they would get involved in, put money behind, effort behind, and, and why why is this so important in this country now? Why are we having such an issue with type 2 diabetes? When I come back from the break, we're going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about how that gets turned around. And then in the third segment, we're going to hear from someone who's involved in this program, uh, who's making it work, um, Sabrina Henry, um, and what her success has been. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate broadcasting on the HIV. Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HI Radio Network. You can find out more about us by visiting our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. There's a blog up there you can read, or you can send me an email. Our producer, the always perfect Mr. Mark Groves. I'm your host, Carrie Hall. In studio with me, Jessica Nichols, Leanna Bodiak, joining us from uh, Wichita YMCA, and Sabrina Henry joining us uh, also from Wichita YMCA. Look, if you're interested in this, you know, maybe your husband's the one that needs to get off the couch, uh, you know, put down the Doritos and do something, or maybe it's your wife, or maybe it's your child. Who knows? I don't know. But the website for ymcawichita.org backslash diabetes, that's the website in Wichita, ymcawichita.org backslash diabetes. Here in Kansas City, it's ymcacontrol.org, and all that information is uh, up on their website, or... If you like to use the phone, you can call uh, in Wichita, 316-264-9374, 316-264-9374. That's the Wichita number. By the way, you have probably one of the most – have you been to her YMCA in Wichita? Have you seen that place? You bring it up every time. I, I just, it just blows me away. I mean, it's nicer than my health club. I mean, it's remarkable. It's a beautiful – if you haven't been to the YMCA – I know I do bring it up every time. If you haven't been to the YMCA in Wichita, people, you're missing something because you've got – the most beautiful YMCA I've ever been in, Leanna, without we a doubt. facilities. Yeah, yes, you do. That is a gorgeous YMCA. If you want to just go down and take a look at that place and get a hold of Leanna, if you call that number, ask for her. She'll get you enrolled in the program. You better start. I'm telling you, folks, this diabetes is not something to play around with. We're going to talk about all the issues that are related to diabetes here in a minute. If you want to do the program in Kansas City, anywhere in the metropolitan area surrounding Kansas City, whether it's Overland Park, whether it's Kansas City, Y. It doesn't matter. 816-360-3342. Ask for Jessica. 816-360-3342. Ask for Jessica. Get You know what? Just find out. Make the lifestyle change start. You've got to start somewhere. All right? You're never going to know if you don't start. So make the phone call. Get started and, and, and change your life. Jessica, why did YMCA, of all the health issues that we have in this country, Lord knows we've got enough of them, let's, why did they pick this diabetes issue? What, what's the deal with diabetes? You used the word epidemic earlier, and we've been focusing on obesity for, I would say, a long time, and they're seeing the correlation with obesity and diabetes. And the CDC, the Center for Disease and Control, is saying that in 2050, one in three people will be affected with type 2 diabetes. Are you serious? It's one in three they're talking about now? One in three. And so we have about 89 million people at risk currently, adults at risk for diabetes. That's, that, that, that's remarkable and it's sad. I appreciate that you said just no, because only about 10% of those people even know that they're at risk. Well, and okay, so let's talk about that. that that's another thing, okay? If they don't know they're at risk, wouldn't it make sense to call you guys, come down, do an evaluation, and find out where they stand? Absolutely. We have a seven questionnaire on our website that shows the risk factors of diabetes that you can simply take and even see if you are have a chance. Okay, so you can go to the website, ymcacontrol.org here in Kansas City. Uh, it's posted on their website. Leanne, is it on your website in Wichita as well? Yes, we have a risk assessment on our website to um, see if you would be eligible for the program or at risk for developing diabetes. 
And, of course, we always encourage people to talk to their primary care physician as well. Um, get an A1C, an HbA1c test done or a fasting glucose test to see what your risk is. Uh, but the, the risk assessment is a great alternative um, to, to be able to check that risk on your own. So there are a ton of people out there, Leanna, that don't even know, Jessica just made mention of this, that, that, they, that they are at risk to have the issue. And, and the, the second part of that is, what are the other risks that they're exposing themselves to, risks that they're exposing themselves to for heart disease and other kinds of issues as a result of this? Well, as individuals um, have a chronic condition, it increases their risk for other conditions. So those individuals that have diabetes are also at risk for kidney failure, um, increased risk for heart disease, heart attacks and strokes, um, increased risk for for blindness and um, non-traumatic amputations with diabetes. So the the other um, conditions that go along with diabetes are, are scary. When she just used the word non-traumatic amputation. I think any amputation, Jessica, to me would be traumatic. So let's let's let's. What do you mean? What does she mean by that when she says non-traumatic amputation? What are we talking about amputating? Yeah, the number one reason for lower limb amputations is because directly caused with diabetes, and it's because of lack of circulation, lack of nutrients in your lower limbs um, when your body stops working correctly. So you're talking about people that are going to lose, and, and I've had clients of ours that unfortunately this has happened to, uh, people that are going to lose their toes um, and, and, and those kinds of things because th- this is how serious this is. Absolutely. Yeah, this is not something to take lightly. I mean, I'm making light of it to some degree, mm-hmm. but but um, but it is not something to take lightly. And we by 2050, you're talking almost about one-third of the population having diabetes of some form in this country. That, that's a scary number when you think about it. Right. I think it's you go to your doctors, for those who do go to their doctors, and they might get prescribed a medicine, but really they need a lifestyle intervention. And not a lot of doctors are prescribing lifestyle interventions. No, no they're not. And, and Leanna, talk about this, because I know this is part of the issue. Those of us that are chronologically challenged, I'm talking about me, um, uh, are, are more at risk for this um, uh, as we age. And why is that? Well, as we age, um, there's a lot of conditions that the risk increases, and diabetes is is just one of those, Um, especially with the correlation with weight. So if we see an increase in weight as we age, um, that adds another risk factor. Um, But just as as the years pile on, that increases our, our risk for certain other health conditions, diabetes being a significant one of those. So, Jessica, how, you know, how, how big is the number as we start to push past 60, 65? How much does the number increase? So if you are 65 years or older and overweight, then you, according to our risk assessment, you are at risk for prediabetes. That's and, and you're that's it. If you're overweight and you're 65, then there's there's a there's a fair chance you're going to have that problem. Correct. Wow, that's mm-hmm. uh, that that's a lot of folks out there. Yeah, and I mean it's those, that's my parents, and so you people who are still active, still working, um, but like you said, 65 years or older and carrying a few extra pounds. Yeah, and it, it, you're not talking about morbid obesity here. You're talking. You just said a few extra pounds. Correct. Define a few. So right now, the doctor's offices, a lot of them have bumped up their BMI scales, height and weight, to obese. But really, we're just looking for people who are overweight. So maybe carrying 10, 20 extra pounds. Wow, as little as 10 or 20 extra pounds. Right. That's um, 
That's a no wonder that number is so big. That's a that's a that's a big uh, swath of our population. When you start talking about just being overweight by ten or twenty pounds, you're at risk uh, for type two diabetes in that situation. That, that is definitely not good. We're going to come back after the break. If you want information on this program, ymcawichita.org backslash diabetes, ymcacontrol.org in Kansas City. The phone number in Wichita, 316-264-9374. Ask for Leanna here in the Kansas City Metro, 816-360-3342. Ask for Jessica. We're going to be back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate broadcasting on the HI Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. Stay tuned. We're going to be back with Sabrina, and she's going to tell us how this actually worked for her. We'll be right back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by visiting our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com. If you have questions about health insurance, send us an email. We'll be happy to help you. Our producer, Mr. Mark Groves, I'm your host, Kerry Hall. Coming up in this segment, we're going to continue this conversation with Jessica. <laughs> I almost said Jessica Velasquez. <laughs> See that? With Jessica Nichols, Leanna Bodiak from YMCA, and Sabrina. Brina Henry, uh, a YMCA member who participated in this program and has had great success with it. So I'm going to do something I rarely do, Leanne. I'm going to shut up on a talk radio show <laughs> and let you do the talking. So I want you to take it from here and just tell the audience with Sabrina about her experience. And, and, and so it's all yours. Take it away, Leanna. All right. Well, Sabrina got involved in our YMCA Diabetes Prevention Program here in Wichita um, earlier this year. So, Sabrina, tell us what got you interested and how you got involved in the program. Well, my employer offered this um, incentive for us to join that we would get a, a Fitbit. I was just looking at the toys of it and not realizing the benefits of it. And uh, I just took the opportunity to get involved because um, I have a family history of diabetes, and I have grandchildren of my my own, so now I want to be around a lot longer for them. So I just jumped on the opportunity. Yeah, a little bit of, bit of motivation with that incentive, but that family history was a big driver for you and continued to be a big motivator throughout your, the program and, and your involvement, I believe. Absolutely, because I've had uh, my grandparents, but I've lost two older siblings, um, due to um, diabetes, and um, I know that just because a person is skinny doesn't make them healthy, and so I want to be become more proactive about taking control of my life. Yeah, and it's been more about the health than, than just the weight by itself. Absolutely. Well, Sabrina, I know you made a lot of changes through the program um, and some that you are very proud of. Share with us some of the biggest changes that you made. Well, now, um, at first, when I, before I joined the, the program, I was apprehensive to be vulnerable about what I was struggling with. But the more um, I communicated with my peers in the class, um, I found out they were in the same struggle as me. And so we became open and been able to share. And it's really encouraged me because I've uh, come up with one of the, the uh, team members suggested belly dancing. So I took that on and then we got the whole group involved in that. So that's been really fun. And then I started bike riding with my grandson, which is something I had never done. So I, I uh, 
was open to new challenges in life, and it's been very beneficial. Yeah. Even though the scale may not say that, I can feel it in my clothing. They're beginning to hang on me a little bit more and become more smoother, so I'm happy with the benefits of it. Yeah. Uh, Sabrina took on a lot of a lot of physical activity outside of um, the YMCA and also got involved in doing some more exercise within our branches and some strength training. Um, tell us about some of the changes that you made with your food habits. I know you had experienced earlier on that you were getting in the kitchen more. Yes, I've never been a, a cook, but now I've been in there experimenting more. And I've been sharing my ideas with my daughter, who's really a, a health food fanatic. But, you know, sometimes you get burnt out on certain foods and just baked chicken. What other ways can you create those? And so I've been trying new things I had never thought of, like um, lettuce wraps. That was a real great challenge for me. It was light, and it was really nice. And I've been really having a, a great time with it. I've even gotten my grandchildren in the kitchen with me and trying new things and becoming more open to different varieties of food. Excellent. Uh, looking at, at Sabrina's food journal each week was always interesting. She tried new foods and got to really experiment with some different things, some things she liked and some things she probably didn't like as much, but at least gave it a try. Correct. I did. So what is... What's been the biggest success that you have seen um, through your participation in the program? Outside of the, the inches, the great success is to be able to communicate with people and not be fearful of, of your struggle. Because if people don't know what you're going through, then they can't help you. And to know that I'm not alone. So that's been a great um, uh, change for me. And then I have a great coach from you. You really encourage <laughs> us. I know that uh, coming into our class has been really exciting and adventurous because we have something new every week that we used to sit together and talk. But it, it has really allowed me to, to evolve not only as in as taking control of my health, but as a person and an individual. Yeah. Um, and, and that group setting is so important, and we do have a lot of fun in the group and, and sharing from, from other people what their successes are to motivate others, but as you've mentioned, the struggles and knowing that you're not alone, that there's other people going through the same changes and getting to learn from them and, and do some brainstorming and new ideas there as well. I've also shared those ideas with my peers on my job as well. So when they're like, well, what are you trying now? And I would send them little copies of things that I've tried and, and even gotten them involved to be an exercise. And so that it's been great all the way around. Yeah. The, the impact from the program carries on outside of those in the program um, to the family at home. You mentioned your daughter and, and being active with your granddaughter to your peers at work. Um, so it's, you're able to be a role model now, would you say? Absolutely. Hey, you know, yeah, I, I need to ask something here. I just, I, I, it's fascinating listening to the two of you talk. And Sabrina, the thing that comes comes across to me probably more than anything else that I want the audience to connect with you on out there because I think this is interesting is you talked about um, apprehensive, um, trying it on your own. Um, how, it sounds like the most important component of this thing initially for you was your peer involvement and Leanna there as a coach that, to overcome that. I'm out here on an island by myself. Um, I, I got it. I think that's, you know, talk about that just a minute because I think that's got a lot to do with why so many people fail at this. 
Absolutely. I'm a people person anyway, but I, I'm I'm just kind of like, you, you feel like you're opening yourself up for vulnerability and somebody's going to judge you based upon what you're dealing with. But they may be dealing with the same thing, but don't know how to express that. And when you come into an this environment for me is that everybody was open to listen in dialogue and not be judgmental or felt like they were alone. And so that was so supportive, so beneficial to all of us because we've cried together, we've laughed together, we've joked together, and now we've jailed like a family and not just people that, because we came from different organizations. So for all of us to come together and still be vulnerable and supportive, it has been great. It has been very encouraging for me. Wow, Leanna, you know, that, 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 I think that's a tremendous uh, compliment to you guys in Wichita and how you've got this program structured and, um, uh, you know, how important that component is to people that are coming into this. They don't have to be afraid. I think fear is one of the things, and Jessica, I'd be curious to see what you think, uh, one, of the, one of the things that makes this most difficult for people, yes? Absolutely. With change, you have to lose something. And like Sabrina was sharing, it's her vulnerability vulnerability. You have to be able to be open to change. You know, and, and Leanna, a lot of this sounds like, you know, aside from the fact that there's work involved, it sounds like that, you know, uh, uh, Sabrina's having fun, belly dancing, bike riding. I, these <laughs> sounds like things she would have never thought about doing a year ago. Never, never. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, that's the great thing about it is, yes, there's some work for the participants. Um, Sabrina and all of our other participants keep a food journal and track their, their uh, food that they're eating and, and track their activity. Um, but they also get to have a lot of fun with it and, and share with the group. And each week, um, as we go through our, our different lesson for each week, there's different activities and interactive components to it. Um, because in the beginning, people are a little bit scared and timid. And until that group starts to gel together, um, some of that interaction helps them to feel vulnerable, but also know that there is no judgment and we're all in this together and, and we all want to see each other be successful. Yeah. And Sabrina, how much has this improved your quality of life? I mean, it's you know, you're doing things, riding bicycles with your grandson, these kinds of things. How much of an improvement has this been to you opening new doors? A hundred percent, because I'm, do, like you said before, I'm doing things I've never would have even thought of. When I shared with my siblings that I was doing belly dancing, they were like, my older, my brother above me would say, who is this? Where is my sister at? Because these are things I would have never thought of or dreamed of doing. So, and I have more energy to be with my grandchildren and spend time with them and, and run and play. Where before all I wanted to do was just sit and watch videos. Yeah, and and and, and that kind of sums it up, doesn't it, Leanna? I mean, that that isn't you know we always talk about get off the couch, and that's exactly what Sabrina's talking about doing here and what she has done. Absolutely, and the the time that she spends with her grandson now, um, I think is is much more enjoyable. The first time she told me they went for a bike ride, um, just to hear the enthusiasm and the excitement and kind of challenge in her voice, um, you knew it was something fun that she was enjoying doing with him. Ladies and gentlemen, you can do exactly what Sabrina has done. You you, you, you just heard this woman tell her story and how it worked. Go to the website ymcawichita.org backslash diabetes or here in Kansas City at YMCA. Control 
org or call them. Call call Leanna uh, in Wichita at 316-264-9374, 316-264-9374, or here in the Kansas City Metro, you can call Jessica at 816-360-3342, 816-360-3342. How much of a change would this make in your life if you could do the things that Sabrina's doing? How much of a change would that mean to you? And maybe you've got grandchildren. Think about that and how much of a difference it might make for you. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting on the HI radio network coast to coast across the USA. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the Fruited Plain here on the HIE Radio Network. You can find out more about us by visiting our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Our producer, Mr. Mark Rose, I'm your host, Carrie Hall. Coming up this segment, we're going to continue this conversation with Jessica Nichols, Leanna Bodiak, and Sabrina Henry, all involved with the YMCA. Um, you just heard that great story. Um, y- y- you know, what? how much would this improve your quality of life? How how much of a difference would this make? And the, the big difference is you, you have all these people that are going to help you. You heard Sabrina talk about it. You know, that peer group, that's a really big deal. And look what it's done. Look how it's improved her life. How could it improve your life? You won't know if you don't try. YMCAWichita.org um, uh, backslash diabetes. YMCAWichita.org backslash diabetes or YMCAControl.org uh, here in Kansas City. Go to the website. You can roll in the program off the website. Just look at it and see what they've got to offer. You might be surprised. Or call 316-264-9374. That's in Wichita, 316-264-9374. Anywhere in the Wichita area, uh, 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 Leanna, they can get you in the program and get you started. By the way, you don't have to be a YMCA member. I forgot to mention that. You do not have to be a member, okay? So that's important to know. Here in the Kansas City Metro, 816-360-3342, You know, it's the beginning of 2016. Change your lifestyle. Change the way you're living. Might make a big difference for you. All right, let, Jessica, let's talk about this because um, uh, Sabrina talked about this. Her employer encouraged them to do this. Uh, he offered a Fitbit if they got involved. Let's. How can employers get involved in this? What a great uh, program for employers to improve productivity, get their people to be healthier, you know, lower costs of health insurance and health care costs. Let's talk about this. Exactly, all those benefits. So employers, just the way participants can get a hold of us via the numbers and the website that you mentioned, we will also go out to the employer sites, we'll set up tables, we'll do lunch and learns, whatever it is to help your employees make better choices, get involved in our program, we will do that. There's also options to pay for your employees to participate in this program, incentivize your employees to participate in this program, work with your health insurances to cover this program. There's endless opportunities to help your employees who spend the majority of their lives working for you to help them live better lives. 
Okay, so uh, Leanna, you you do the same thing in Wichita, correct? You go out, you talk to these folks. Um, if an employer reaches out to you, you'll come out and meet with them and explain the program. Yeah, we want to talk to the employers. We want to talk to the employees. We want to get um, those individuals involved and in, enrolled in the program. And we want to make it easy um, easy for the employer and easy for those employees to be engaged. All right. So, Jessica, you, you, in, in health insurance speak, um, we, we call that voluntary, um, uh, uh, voluntary programs and, and employer-sponsored programs, which is what you just said. You don't probably didn't know that because you're not a health insurance person. But what that meant was the employer can either pay for it or it can be voluntary, meaning the employees can sign up for it and do it themselves. So if an employer doesn't want to pay for it or or decides they don't have the money to pay for it, they can still offer it to their employees by simply getting you guys out there, doing the lunch and learns and seeing if people want to sign up. Right. And we started with the low percentage of people who know they're at risk for diabetes. So employers owe that to their employees to get that information in front of them, make sure that their employees know their risk, because in the long run, even if they don't pay for a program, it's going to save them money so that their employees can go to their doctor, get the A1C test, get the glucose test, and understand what their risks are. Yeah, and by the way, folks, all of those tests that we just talked about are covered under preventive care for any health insurance plan anywhere in the country now. They're all covered with no deductible, no coinsurance. That is part of the mandate of ACA. So all those um, opportunities are covered. By the way, if you have, she talked about health insurance companies uh, covering this. There are carriers out there that are participating in this program. I think United is, is that correct? Correct. Okay, and uh, there, there are opportunities out there for other employers to offer and incentives through their carrier. If you have a self-funded or partially self-funded plan, you're a larger employer, you can build this right into the model. It's very simple to do uh, as part of your wellness program. YMCA folks can do that. Um, and it is a very smart process and something that would make a huge difference. Um, you know, y- it was interesting listening to Sabrina talk about, she went back to work and talked to other people about this. Right. And we see that in all of our classes. We have done classes right there on site and people have created accountability buddies. So at lunchtime, they go walking together. They've encouraged other of their coworkers to participate in this class. So you're spreading that environment of change with just sending a couple participants to the program. Yeah, maybe, you know, we've seen that in wellness programs we put in place. It's kind of funny. I recall one in Wichita that we actually did with the manufacturing firm, Leanna, where we did a a Biggest Loser campaign, and we had white-collar people inside the office, and we had the blue-collar people in the factory, and everybody assumed the white-collar people would win the the, uh, contest. They got beat hands down by the people. (laughs) Yeah, it was hilarious. The people in the factory beat them hands down. And you know what it turned out to be? We found out as we dug into it, it was all about peer pressure. The guys out on the line, oh, you're doing that while I'm doing this. Well, you're doing that while I'm doing this. It is interesting how this takes hold sometimes, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Knowing somebody else is is doing it with you or or against you, (laughs) with a little competition there, definitely helps to to drive those changes. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, and and it's a very good thing in terms of how it works. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you, Leanna. Thank you, Sabrina, for doing this today. And all of you out there, this is your opportunity um, to make that New Year's resolution, to make a change, to change your lifestyle. You heard Sabrina talk about what a difference it's made for her. Hey, you know, if you've got grandchildren, I've got 
got grandchildren, you know, think about it. You know how important that is to spend time with them, be healthy, and have that opportunity. The phone number, if you want to call in Wichita, 316-264-9374. Call Leanna at that number. If you're an employer, and just have them come out. Do a lunch and learn. Let them talk to your people. If it's something you want to pay for, that's fine. They'll explain all that to you. If not, you don't have to. You can make it voluntary, but let them come out and educate your people, help you put this program in place. 316-264-9374 here in Kansas City, 816-360-3342. Jessica will be happy to come out and chat with your folks, explain how the program works. Like I said, you can pay for it or not pay for it, depending on what you want to do. But get on the phone, give them a call if you're an employer, and improve your work site and improve the health of your employees. Thank you all once again for doing this today. And now I leave you with this thought from Nelson Mandela. There is no passion to be found in playing small in settling for a life that is less than the one you are capable of living. Remember, friends, it's a funny thing about life. If you refuse to accept anything but the very best, you most often get it. Thank you for listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting on the HIA radio network, coast to coast, across the USA. Goodbye, America. Nice 